Lane H. Murray said, Faithfulness to God is our first obligation in all that we are called to do in the service of the gospel. Today is our final episode of season four, and we see Nehemiah be faithful and complete the wall. You're listening to the Leadership Lessons Podcast, hosted by Pastor Daniel Williams, a podcast to encourage and equip church leaders. Brought to you by eeleaders.com. Well, hey, everyone. Today marks the last episode of season four. That's right. The plan was 22 episodes. I can't believe we're there today together. Thank you guys so much for listening, for tuning in, for sharing the word. I pray that this has been a blessed time to be able to get together and pour into you. Man, what a privilege. And today we're actually going to look at Nehemiah chapter six, verse 15 and 16 and see Nehemiah finish building the wall. Remember, this was his task, his vision that God gave him, put on his heart to rebuild the wall because rebuilding the wall was to protect the people. It was an important task given by God because God loves people and he gives us task, uh, responsibility, vision to lead his church and to restore and build up people's lives as well. And so I pray that you learned a lot through these episodes and through our time together. But today we're going to see this vision come to fruition. Nehemiah remained faithful to the task God had called him to do. And as a result, there was a great result. The wall was complete. Fruition, man, it's sweet. It is awesome. Uh, Man, it's a part of leadership. We as God's leaders get to see God do great works and amazing things and be faithful to his word in people's lives. It's an incredible feeling to complete a task. I don't know about you, but I'm that type of person. I make a list just so I can mark it off. I am loving right now that this is the last episode of season four because it's just another sort of man marker on the things that God's called me to do. Uh, It's been a lot of work to do Bible studies all myself this season. Uh, I hope you don't get tired of my voice and me speaking into you in that way. Uh, Next season, I'm already starting to plan, think through, and we have a lot of guests, a lot of leadership lessons from other people. I'm excited to get back to that format because it's been very hard to complete this task in this way but it's well worth it. And it feels so good to come to the end of a project, something that you feel God's called you to do. Uh, And I want to encourage you as leaders, we are more than what we do. Uh, Oftentimes, because it feels so good, we just want to do task, 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 task. But God just doesn't want to finish task. He wants us to finish well. He wants us to walk with him. You know, Watchman Nee said, spiritual advancement is measured by faithful obedience. If you want to advance in your leadership and your spiritual growth, uh, we need to just continue to be faithful to the things that God's called us to do and make our focus on Jesus. We should not only be working hard to finish projects, but with our lives as well. You know, I think about this more and more as I get older because so many people, they start out well, but they don't finish well. Uh, It seems like so many people have fallen that I've known over these last few years. They are not finishing their lives. And maybe you've felt the same way. Uh, I've known a lot of people that have stumbled. They're not necessarily even going to church anymore. And even church leaders, uh, there's a great concern, uh, um, a rise of people that just have stumbled into sin and are giving into the flesh. And they're so focused on task rather than Jesus. But it's only by focusing on God that we're able to bear that weight of leadership and bear fruit like John 15 Jesus told us will we abide in him will bear much fruit you know old school uh, preacher Alan Path Redpath said reverent fear of God is the key to faithfulness in any situation 
Are you fearing the Lord? Are you walking with him? Do you want to complete the task? Then we need to make everything about worship. That's why it's so important to understand our calling and to know what he's called us to do so we can do that uh, with joy and a posture of worship. I think the strength of Nehemiah was that throughout his leadership. We talked about that, how he feared the Lord, how he did this in reverence of God. Uh, He was doing things as worship unto the Lord, and I think that could be our strength as well. When we make a task as worship unto the Lord, we can rely on Him and His goodness. For 2 Timothy 2.13 says, If we are faithless, He remains faithful, for He cannot deny Himself. You are more than just your task. You're going to do a lot of great things, but sometimes you will fail. And that's okay because God is still faithful and you could worship him even through your failures. Yes, we are Christians. We repent all the time. We can trust that he will always be with us as we serve him. Chuck Swindoll said this, the beautiful thing about this adventure called faith is that we can count on God never to leave us astray. God is with us as we serve his body, as he remains faithful in our lives and we depend on him. And so I say that because we can start to think that it's impossible to actually live a faithful life serving God when we see so many people fallen, right? Uh, Last episode, we talked about living a holy life and we think, man, that's just, that's so impossible. But let me just tell you this, it's a lie from the pit of hell. The enemy wants us to think that, that we can't bear fruit, that we can't be effective, that we can't do things for Christ, but we can. We lived, we are called to live an amazing, adventurous, faith-filled, spirit-filled life. And we can and should be reminded that with God's help, anything is possible. And we're going to see that in today's episode as we come to a conclusion of season four. I never would have guessed we would have been doing, I would have been doing four seasons of this. But it's something God's called us, to, called me to. I never would have guessed that Nehemiah would have finished the way he finished this wall. But you know what? When God calls us, we need to continue to trust him. This is why 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. We need to be steadfast, but we need to be immovable. Immovable has that idea when trials and things come. Yes, we need to start awesome and go after it, but we need to remain faithful to the labor that God has called us to, knowing that God will reward us and we can finish well. There are so many people that have finished well, and we need to celebrate faithfulness. This is why I wanted to highlight my dad this season, right? 40 years of ministry experience to give you another reminder that faithfulness does matter. Now, he may not be one of those guys that is on the conference speaking circuit, doesn't have his own podcast, all that different stuff, but he's been remained faithful to what God has called him to do and has made an impact. I was just talking to someone, uh, my wife, Laura, actually, recently, I was just thinking, man, out of that small church that my dad pastored, there are three pastors right now that are my age that we all are like serving the Lord. Like there is great fruit from his ministry, uh, not only my life, but in others. And so we just need to be reminded that God rewards faithfulness, that people can be faithful. And we all think, want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little, and I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And so as I wrap up this season today, we're seeing, going to see Nehemiah finish his task. And I hope you are encouraged by this work that God has called you to do to remain faithful. But remember, this is just chapter six, and there are a few more chapters in this book because it doesn't just stop, stop with a task. It's Nehemiah developing, governing, reigning, walking with people, and continuing in the work. 
J.I. Packer said this, faithfulness is our business. Fruitfulness is an issue that we must be content to leave with God. Are you content to just allow God to do his thing? Paul would say, I think it's first Corinthians chapter three, man, you know, I, I, plant Apollos waters, but it's God that gives the increase. Stay faithful to whatever God has called you to do. He will reward you. So in Nehemiah chapter six, something incredible happens. The wall is completed. Let's read verse 15 and 16. It says, so the wall was finished in the 25th day of the month of Elu in 52 days. And when all our enemies heard of it, all the nations around us were afraid and fell greatly in their own esteem, for they perceived that this work had been accomplished with the help of our God. Well, it seems like we've been studying Nehemiah forever, right? When I break a little bit of of these episodes down, 20 or so minutes per Bible study, 22 weeks, it just seems like forever of a task. But I want you to understand something. Even though I've been taking my time and we've been sort of slow cooking and processing this book, the text says that we've actually been looking at a very small part of history, a sliver, 52 days. This is an important reminder as we come to a close or come to this at least task and project that he was called to. Because we live in seasons and your situation that you're going through, whether it's an easy task or a hard task, is just something God's called you for a season. Sometimes we can be so caught up in the moment, it clouts our minds and discourages us, right? Um, But in all that we do, we need to have perspective and an eternal mindset. Even if we're called to a 40-year ministry, that is just a simple, easy, uh, a simple, quick thing in light of eternity. Colossians 3, 2 says, set your minds on things that are above, not on the things that are earth. We need to have perspective. We need to remember that we get assigned specific tasks and it's not our whole life. It's a season. But I want to remind you that as you serve God in that season, you could bring him glory. And whether it takes you 52 days or 52 weeks or 52 years to complete the task, With God's help, you can do it. And we read in verse 15 that this project only took 52 days to complete. And that's just incredible, mind boggling. Do you remember how long and wide this uh, wall was? How hard it was? Uh, In the very first chapter, giving you the context, there was so much uh, emphasis on that, that literally it was miles long and it was super high. This was a big task. And you know what? People perceived that this was an incredible work done by God. It says in verse 16 that the, that they, the people, perceived that this work had been accomplished with the help of our God. Let me remind you of the context of these 52 days and how incredible and miraculous this was and how fast it was. Just going back 100 years of the exiles coming back to uh, Jerusalem. You remember that they had been taken out and now they're coming back. Uh, into this state. They've been taken out because of sin. It, it wrecks our lives. But God is a God, good God, a merciful God, a loving God. He restores. And so he's bringing his people back to the nation of Israel, specifically Jerusalem, to build. In 536 BC, Zerubbabel went with 49,000 people and got the altar established. And so they're building a place of worship. A year later, they begin to start working on the temple. And then it says 15 years later, Haggai and Zechariah restart the building of the temple as they prophesied to the people, hey, don't get settled in. You stop doing the work of the temple. Let's do it again. Let's finish this. And the temple would be complete. It took about 20 years to finish this temple uh, that that they uh, rebuilt in 516 BC. 
Now, Esther, uh, the book of Esther is in 478 BC, roughly, uh, and in 457, Ezra arrives. Ezra was a priest. If you read the book of Nehemiah, Ezra and Nehemiah are together. Ezra was the priest, and he was going to build the people with the word of God. Uh, Nehemiah was going to build the people with the, the um, wall. And so in 445 BC, almost 100 years after Zerubbabel initially came with those 49,000 people to establish the altar, to start building the temple and establishing the work, finally, the walls are rebuilt and the city is established. Now, why wasn't that job done in previous years? I believe because it's God's timing. God has a perfect timing and he used Nehemiah in this task. And yes, it took a long time, but I love this reminder because it reminds me that God's timing is perfect. And we have been perfectly placed in history in this season of life as church leaders for such a time as this. God's plan is so much bigger than us, so much bigger than even our local church. He's working on the kingdom of God and, and doing his work all throughout the land. And we are so blessed to play a part of it. And doesn't matter if you were Zerubbabel, Zechariah, Haggai, um, Esther, Ezra, like there were multiple parts. We need to, we need to remember that, that we, we play a, a multiple, uh, part where we serve a generational God, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we want to labor and pray and lead so that we can persevere in the projects God's called us to. That's great leadership. Uh, so that way it would bless others. That's what Nehemiah did, right? He prayed, he went, he led, he labored, he persevered through this project. But by God's grace, the wall was complete now in 52 days. Remember, you never know how God will use your leadership and obedience. Sometimes it's quick, sometimes not so much. I think of this podcast and ministry of e-leaders as I am in my office once again and just talking to a microphone. I don't see your face. I don't know your story. It's an online ministry and I still sometimes have no idea the impact that truly uh, this ministry is making. I know that people are listening. It seems like thousands are subscribed, but it's crazy because I have no idea who they are. And yes, I do see glimpses of encouragement. I hear people's stories and I'd love to hear your story. You could email me at daniel at eeleaders.com or uh, find me on social media or just give me a shout out. Let me know that you are listening, how it has blessed your life. But the reality is I don't do it for those fruits. I do it because God's called me to pour into church leaders and to be a blessing to others to serve in this way. God has connected me to so many amazing people and I need to humble myself and learn from them and grow. And honestly, this ministry is just for me. I learned so much. It was so awesome to have a context to interview my dad when I was in my sabbatical to go up to Washington State and take a few days and just interview him and ask him questions about leadership and grow and, and honor him in that way and listen and learn. And, and I just pray that you would see that as you're serving God, God wants to use the ministry and things he's called you not only for other people, but to bless you as well. And so here's something important. People recognize that it was God that used Nehemiah in this process. I hope that you recognize that God uses you in the process to build people's lives. Nehemiah recognized this was the favor of God and he gave glory to God. This is why he writes down in verse 16. Now, when all of our enemies heard of it, they said that I was so awesome. No, he didn't say that. He said all the nations around us were afraid and fell greatly in their own esteem for they perceived that this work had been accomplished with the help of God. And Nehemiah throughout this project, throughout this 
base. Remember when he cast the vision to the people, he acknowledged that God was at work, that it was by God's grace. It, we need to acknowledge God's work, that it is by God's grace that he's using us to be church leaders. This is what Nehemiah does. It's doing as he's writing this. And this is what we need to do all the time for every accomplishment because everything is by God's grace. We need to give him glory. I'm just so grateful of how he's using this ministry. How is he using me as a pastor to church, as a father, as a husband? It's by his grace. Colossians 1, 16 and 17 says, For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And so James 1.17 says he's the giver of all good gifts, even the gift of leadership, the skills that we have, the breath in our lungs. They're all a gift from the Lord. So we should be thanking God for how he uses us and how he brings fruit. And this is why we as God's people need to be people of praise. And this is what Nehemiah is doing. He's praising God's name. He's recognizing this and he's just giving glory to God. We need this in our own lives as we accomplish things. And so to end this season in our time, Man, I want to thank God. I want to thank God for the work that he's doing uh, through this ministry in your life. I want to thank God for his grace to complete another season. I want to thank God for uh, you listening and being a part of this community. You know, you are a gift. I hope you realize that you're being used by the Lord uh, in this life for your family, for your church, for your community, for his glory. And so I hope that you're blessed to be able to play a spark, a small part uh, of your life and your ministry in his great and grand scheme of things. I know that I am, and this season has been a blessing to me. I've been honored to be able to do these Bible studies and these lessons with you. And I'm already looking forward to another great season in the future, season five. Yes, I've been working hard and already started to record some amazing leaders to get more content for you to encourage and equip you as God's leaders in the church. Uh, so as we close our season and our time today, we still have one more interview with my dad, Pastor Joe Williams, and I hope you enjoyed this new segment of Pastor's Perspective, and I so appreciate being able to interview my dad in this way. So enjoy this last interview with my dad, Pastor Joe Williams. Join us for a conversation with Pastor Daniel and his dad, Pastor Joe Williams, as they share a pastoral perspective on the book of Nehemiah. Well, this is the last episode of the season. A little sad. Really enjoyed speaking to you, asking questions, spending all this time with you. Uh, but it's been really good, and and we see uh, we still have a lot more to talk about. But we see in Nehemiah something amazing. Uh, the wall got completed in fifty-two days, which truly was a miracle for him. Uh, many people had tried; it was in shambles for a long time, for years. But all of a sudden, because of leadership, because of what God wanted to do. A miracle took place and they completed the wall. Uh, a couple of stories I want to hear is what are some miracles you have, Daddy, of over the 40 years of ministry experience that you've seen in other people's lives in the church and in ministry? What are some just cool stories that you've seen of how God has completed some miracles in, in that? Well, I've seen people uh, I've seen people healed. I've seen people uh Marriages restored. I've seen people get free of all kinds of addictions just by preaching the word. 
Uh, I had a guy in my church who, I mean, he was uh, in the military, and he really had a foul mouth. I mean, he really did. And he called me aside and said, man, I just can't help it. It just comes out. And we prayed, and about two weeks later, he come running up to me. He says, man, I just experienced a miracle. I go, what miracle was that? He said, I haven't cursed for two weeks. <laughs> I said, really? He said, this is a miracle. He said, I've cursed all my life. I haven't cursed for two weeks. That is a miracle. I said, man, that is great. I've seen people who are addicted to all kinds of things in my fellowship, um, and they got healed uh, from sickness. They got healed from, uh, and one guy was uh, in my church. He was addicted to gambling. Uh, it, it was really bad. It's really sad. He ended up getting a divorce, but I don't know. Um, he had a he had a bad problem with his marriage because he gambled so much, and um, he stopped gambling. And him and his wife they got back together and they got remarried again. And I said, man, that's a miracle right there. You know, I've had miracles in my own life. Well, you know, when I first came out here in Washington, you know, I couldn't find a job for six months, and I we didn't have any money. We did not have any money, and um, I didn't have any gas in my car, and I had to go. I found this job, but uh, I didn't have enough gas to get there, so I prayed that God would give me enough gas to get there so I could have this interview, and that car was only empty when I left home. I knew it. That car, that hand wouldn't even move. <laughs> it's like it was broken. The hand was broken. It was so empty, and I went all the way over there and back on that car and that car did not run out of gas I think boy this is a miracle I told my wife I said you know if, if I run out of gas um, I can't call you because I don't have a quarter I don't have a quarter to make a phone call with so if I run out of gas just don't worry about me I'll be walking home <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave the car side of the road and just walk home because I can't call you I don't have any money to call with <clears throat> I've seen that miracle I've seen that word of God How that's how it's important that you keep on doing it you will have your own story to tell. You will see miracles in people's lives. You will see people's lives changed. That's why it's opposition. Satan knows that. I've seen people who, they didn't have a desire to even come to church, you know. They was turned off to church. They didn't trust pastors. Uh, they had been burned by other churches. And they came to our church and they says, man, you know what? Uh, you're just transparent, man. You just tell it the way it is, man. They said, we're going to come back to your church, man. I think, I think uh, you might be all right. You know, <laughs> they were comparing me to other people who they had, other churches, other pastors who had, had uh, hurt them real bad, really. And uh, their lives got completely changed. The only, the only way Nehemiah uh, finished those walls is that he, he didn't give up. He didn't stop. Yes, he had problems. He had opposition. But he kept right on going. No matter how bad you think it might be, you just keep right on going. God will work in you and through you, and you will see all kinds of miracles in your ministry. You will see it. Now, we don't chase after miracles, but we know they're real. They are real, and, and as you continue to serve God, you will have your own story to tell. Trust me. Yeah, and Nehemiah recognized God did miracles, God did this great work, and he thanked God for it. How important is for us that we recognize that God is able to work in and through us, and he's, that he's always working? Because many of us are shy, and we don't know, and we self-doubt ourselves, and we're weak vessels, and um, 
but Nehemiah always kept on going back and thanking God for all the stuff he did through him. That's why you're going to get your strength. This is how you're going to get your strength to go forward. You got to get it from the Lord. You can't you can't get it from any place else. Um, if you get your, your strength from him, you will be able to continue and go forward because he will give you uh, what you need. He, he will give you his strength to go forward. And Nehemiah went forward. Nehemiah had a vision. He kept uh, the vision before him. It took time, yes. It took work, yes. But he didn't stop until it was, pleaded, it was completed. So he kept focused, and God blessed it. So keep focused. Don't be distracted by all this other stuff. Just stay, stay true to the Scripture. Stay tr true in your prayer, and uh, God will bless you for it for your obedience. And the wall got complete. We're finishing it up, but it was through Nehemiah, a person with great leadership. We've had many studies to learn his leadership. How important do you think the gift of leadership is to the church? Well, the gift of leadership is very important because, you know, God speaks to you. God has given you a flock. God has, uh, God will give you the wisdom to lead that flock. And you're going to have to have your faith come from the Lord. And that will trickle down to the people. People will be able to see that. They will be able to see that your faith is in Christ, even in the good times and the bad. So it's very important to be, uh, learn, read books on leadership. You know, uh, I, I read as much as I can on leadership because I know if you have strong leaders, Usually you're going to have a strong church, but if you have weak leaders, you're going to have a weak church. So leaders are walking uh, to a different beat than anybody else. And you want to hear from the Lord how he wants to direct your church. If there's something he wants to change, you want to hear that. But you want to be as strong as leader as you can. And, and uh, talk to other leaders too. You know, you can learn from them. Hang around guys that you think you can learn from. Uh, you know, we're supposed to learn from each other, so you can learn from any other leaders too you, that you might admire, you might respect. But try to be the best and the strongest you can, and God will give you the strength to do that. Well, as we come to a close of our study from Nehemiah um, together, what are any last thoughts that stand out to you as far as leadership from the book or things that we should remember or just even going after all these interviews that stand out in your mind right now? Well, can, you know, faith, without faith is impossible to please God. You know, we can't, we can't be a good leader without having strong faith in the Lord. You know, without faith is impossible to please Him. And, you know, we're walking by faith. You have to continue to trust Him no matter what. Um... You, you can't give up. Nehemiah didn't quit. Nehemiah also had people around him that could encourage him and help him. He stayed focused on what he was supposed to do. So you have to stay focused on what God has called you to do. And you have to also look around uh, your fellowship with people who have gifts and talents who can help you uh, finish strong. So just a few things that I've learned over the years. I hope these things have been helpful to you, and um, I pray that God will bless your ministry, and if you will be faithful, 
God will bless your ministry. Trust me. He's blessed ours. Although we're not a big church, I think our church is very strong in God's word, in his prayer, in their prayer life, in their obedience. So don't look at the size. The size doesn't matter. All you got to do is just do what God has called you to do. And God will say on that day, well done, good and faithful servant. Well, we're so grateful for having you here, a part of this podcast, sharing your experience and wisdom. I know personally, a little nervous. We've never done, you've never done anything like this before. You did a great job ask, uh, just answering questions off the cuff, not even knowing any of these questions. So thank you so much for that and your time and your willingness. And also just you living an example of a godly leader and one we can respect and know, um, man, you're just sharing from your heart. As we close this season, uh, I'll give you the final um, last question. Do you have any last thoughts for our listeners and encouragement for them? Well, my encouragement to you is, hey, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, you know, when you make mistakes, man, you just feel so bad about it. But, you know, God's grace is, is real. God's grace will cover that mistake. God knows your heart. He knows that you're trying. Yeah, we make mistakes. God knew. He knew you were going to make mistakes when he called you. He knew where you were imperfect when he called you. Don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, forgive yourself. Learn to laugh at your mistakes and move on. Uh, we all have made them. But you pick yourself back up and keep going, man. Keep going no matter what. Keep your eyes on the finish line. Don't give up. The word will change people's lives. You can't do it and I can't do it. But God's word can. And continue to trust him no matter what. Because faith is, you know, Ephesians 6, uh, you know, Above all, take on the shield of faith, which is able to quench all the fiery darks of the enemy. When those fiery darks come, you're going to put your faith in Christ, and Christ's going to be standing right beside you to fight that enemy. So hang in there, brothers and sisters. God bless. Well, we appreciate uh, all of you, brothers and sisters listening, praying. <laughs> For you that we, this was a blessing to you uh, obviously we do this just because we want to encourage and equip you here at EE Leaders and you can reach my dad and find out any information you want about him at calvarychapelofdacoma.com uh, he pastors a church there uh, Pastor Joe Williams we appreciate his time his energy the effort the wisdom the counsel you can contact me at eeleaders.com or the the uh, the church that I pastor at Redemption Church in Delray Beach Florida so hey I guess if you're in Washington State or in Florida make sure you contact us we'd love to hear you we'd love to get coffee encourage you email you anything we could do we're praying for you we appreciate the time and then you know what this shows your leadership your uh, faithfulness to the Lord of just investing in what God has called you to do. That's what we want you to do. That's what we want to equip you in that calling. And so be yourself. You could only do that and be yourself. And we're praying for you. And we appreciate you spending this time with us. Thank God you. Bless you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us for today's Leadership Lessons podcast. For more content, you can visit eeleaders.com and follow us on social media at eeleaders.